to say what I feel. Miami has so much appeal. A great place to get a seafood meal. Miami. Miami, Miami. You've got style. Los Angeles, 2015. Welcome to Out on the Lanai, the only Golden Girls podcast you will ever need. I'm H. Allen Scott. And I'm Carrie Doherty. And this is a podcast where we have a friend over to talk about the Golden Girls. We watch it, then we talk about it. Mm-hmm. And it's really great. Thank it is... you for listening. <laughs> talk about going off script. You yelled at me for our last episode for doing that. Did I? Well, you didn't yell at me. It just got, I'm sorry. Maybe I yelled at myself. I got very uncomfortable yeah. because I was... doesn't matter. Um, we just watched... <laughs> verbal self-harm. Verbal self-harm. We just watched <laughs> season two, episode three, Take Him, He's Mine, which aired uh, October 11th, 1986. Ah! Isn't that around when the space crap blew up? Oh, maybe. Yeah. When did the... The, the one with the teacher on it. Yeah, and then we know. So. 86, that was... Oh, I'm not sure. Oh, no, that was January of 1986. Why would you bring oh. up the Challenger disaster at the beginning of it the hit, podcast? Because, I mean, it was something that happened in our history, and we should honor them. It did, it did. It has nothing to do with the Golden Girls, but I'm sure one of them watched the Golden Girls. Sure. Yeah. That's a fair assessment. I wonder if anyone's ever watched the Golden Girls in space. That's a really good question. We should figure that out. Our guest is just sitting here. Yes, while we're... you know, as we're <laughs> about it. So our guest today is a super good friend of mine, and actually my neighbor, literally my neighbor, which I did not know that before moving in to where I live. Um, well, that worked out very well. I know, didn't mm-hmm. it? It's perfect. Two huge Golden Girls, two people who are partly known for their love of the Golden Girls, myself, and the lovely Lenora Claire. Hey, thanks for having me on. Uh, hey. So, Lenora and, and I met a couple years ago at a fantastic art exhibit, which she'll explain um, what that was all about. Uh, and it's, what, it's like, it's been like It was two, It was 2007 when so, I did yeah, it here in L.A. yeah, it was yeah. years, yeah. Wow. So what was that? Can you explain that? Yeah, of course. Um, So it was the first big show that I curated. At the time, um, I was the one straight girl that penetrated queer media, and that I was a writer at Frontiers Magazine, um, and I did, like, Out Serious Q and all this other stuff, and so I was working as a journalist, and I, at first I interviewed Julie Newmar, who at the time was 75 and still really, like, sexual and vital, and I was like, this is so cool. And just sort of perfectly timing-wise, I had gone on eBay to buy some Golden Girls DVDs, and I saw that there was this unbelievable uh, nude oil portrait of B. Arthur that I purchased for $100 from an artist named Chris Zimmerman. Which we have here today. Which I brought with me, yeah. yeah. So I brought that over to my apartment and I hung it up over my bed and um, whenever I'd have people over, like the guy I was dating at the time, he Do you was, worry about that falling in your head during an earthquake? Um, I've since moved it. I have that earthquake backing stuff, okay, but either way, I had it over my bed at the time <laughs> and the guy I was dating, um, he's like, I cannot do this here with you and her and I was like, well, if you can't get down with B, you can't get down with me. Get the hell out, right? Uh, so, yeah, I'd say like, Instead of like a, a litmus test, it was a titmus test because the whole thing when you see it, she's got like you know um, the liver spots and everything on her on her uh, her, her BBs. So um, anyway, I, I 
bought the painting and I was so moved by it. And I think, you know, art's supposed to make you think and feel. And everybody who came mm -hmm. over who saw it had some kind of reaction, some yeah. very intense feeling. And then right at the same time, like as if it was just sort of, you know, um, synchronicity, I read this article about how seniors were getting STDs at an alarming rate because mm -hmm. they come from a generation that doesn't use condoms. They're recently mm -hmm. single often because they've lost their partner yeah. and they don't get pregnant. So they're like, what, whatever, no condoms. And there's like hooking up like crazy because of Viagra. Which we so, talked about when on the episode, a couple episodes ago where Blanche went through menopause and oh. how, you know, my reaction to it was just like all the sex. Like, right, you yeah, just have yeah, all yeah. The sex. yeah. No, totally. So I was, I was telling people that I was like, I was feeling this whole like senior sexuality thing. I was really like interested in exploring it. So I thought, okay, you know, I'm going to create this show. Um, the original title I wanted to call it was Golden Girls Gone Wild. But as I yeah. explained to you guys, I got a cease and desist from Joe Francis. So it was called Wonderful Wild Gentlemen. Right? Just a little history, <laughs> yeah. Joe Francis, of uh, Girls, Girls Gone Wild. Wild. Yeah. yeah, which I love telling people Horrible that. He was, he was in jail for a very he was, long time. Yeah, he was he in jail. jail? Um, I think he's out, but I'm sure he'll go back. because he's yeah. like a terrible person. Yes. Um, but yeah, he sent me a cease and desist. So he, Disney Touchstone did, left me alone, but he came after me. So the official title was Golden Gals Gone Wild. Yes. Um, and so I decided, you know, I wanted to explore senior sexuality with a pop culture twist. Let's do the Golden Girls. Let's do them nude. Yeah. So I did. I commissioned 40 artists to do uh, various pieces on the theme and some of them were really explicit like, mm -hmm. you know, Golden Shower Girls yeah. to like le less explicit, just beautiful nude, you know, works of art kind of yeah. thing. Like the one I have in my house, I call it like, the Mona Lisa of erotic. Oh, it's um, true. Yeah, it's a great, it's yeah. a great, we'll, we'll post it yeah. on the website. Yeah. It's yeah. super great. Yeah, and since I was working, you know, in media at the time, I really understood it so I was able to uh, put it out. I got it on TMZ and then it just literally exploded. Yeah. Uh, within an hour, I was doing NPR, National Choir, LA Times, CNN. It was just so crazy. Because everyone loves the Golden Girls. Yeah, everyone loves the Golden Girls. And I have to thank World of Wonder, the TV production company. A lot of people know the drag race and all their shows and whatnot. They were very cool, and they let me um, use their their space, which later, you know, yeah. after it became a, the gallery, World of Wonder Gallery, which we did for several years. Um, and it was a real, I mean, I feel very comfortable saying it was a pop culture phenomenon. It was yeah. everywhere. I was on the AOL. Remember AOL chat, like the news scroll at the bottom? Yeah. It was on that. Yeah. It was like, yeah. you couldn't escape if it. you were on a news scroll AOL yeah. back then, <laughs> you're it, was a, it was major, yeah. 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 So, uh, like, 2,000 people came to the opening, and it was it was pretty bananas. And that yeah. kind of, like, set up my career as a controversial art curator. So. Yeah. And wow. then, yeah. And then, Are you doing another... Not Golden Girls thing necessarily, but anything else? Yeah, actually, I'm working on a show right now that I want to do called Put a Lid on It, which is a little art on toilet lids, because people don't use functional art, and what I'll be doing is building actual art installations, where there'll be, like, stalls, oh, where the artists can, like, do whatever they want with it, because I just feel like, you know, why do we all sit on these boring white uniform things? Like, I want something fabulous. Like, yeah. why can't I? So, I'm working on that right now. Love that. That's yeah. great. Yeah, it's fun, and, and I, I did do the Golden Girls show at the World Erotic Museum in Miami, which was yeah. awesome, and I had a really funny story about that which yeah. is like too crazy if I don't know how if you want me to get into it okay so mm -hmm. um, so the World Erotic Museum of Miami is this unbelievable museum of just erotic art and it's owned by like a real life golden girl Miss yeah. Naomi she's got to be like 80 something and just wow. horny as all get out and yeah. fabulous right so she invited me and the curator picked me up and I'd never been to Miami before but yeah. he picked me up I'm not making this up in a car riddled with bullet holes and I'm like oh is this like a performance piece and as it turns out his car had just been stolen in um, for a bank robbery and yeah. he just got it out of impound and he was telling me that he's like sorry I didn't get a chance to like clean it up and wow. like, okay. I sit in the car and I feel something brush my ankle and there was a bloody $50 bill and I was like finders keepers right oh, on wow. right so then he goes oh there's some people who want to see you when you get to the museum because he, he was so cool he got me the cover of the Miami New Times which nice. is like the equivalent of their LA Weekly or whatever yeah. you know local 
Cool Mag. So I get there, and there was a ton of senior swingers that were there oh. waiting for me because wow. it's really like, you know, and it was like, I'll never have my Beatles moment where there's like, a, you know, a whole crowd of people just would, but this is the closest yeah. thing. So wow. these senior swingers were all there, and like, they're very like a bunch of bubbies, you know, in Florida, like, oh, eating like great. bagels and cream cheese, uh, like, and ready to take it off and get it was it was awesome oh, and, awesome uh, yeah and I did it there again and I'll probably end up doing it people love that show I mean I've yeah. done other shows since then I did when Betty Cage died I, yeah. I worked with her estate and I did the, the only like authentic tribute I had Betty's high heels in the show and yeah. every relevant piece of art and photography for That's Betty um, yeah and I did a show called Mary Titmus which actually Dan Savage was really mean to me I should oh. the only mean press I've ever gotten was from oh, Dan no. Oh, which is really funny. I never said that. Um, but yeah, so there's there's still a lot of art in me. I do other weird That's stuff awesome. too. That's yeah. So well, thank you for being here today. We oh, really yeah. appreciate Thanks for having it. Me. Should we get into the episode? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so this is the episode where uh, Blanche starts hanging out with Stan, Dorothy's oh. ex-husband. And well, she and gets... she doesn't do it on purpose. She's asked to by Dorothy. Yes, yes. yes. But Dorothy, in this to me, this is like a very, this to me, this episode says a lot about where Dorothy actually is emotionally with yeah. her divorce from Stan. Um, but it starts with... Um, Sophia and Rose are going to be selling sandwiches at a construction site to make money, which is like such a funny little weird hijinksy thing that also never leaves the house, which is hilarious. They're, you know, well, no, they're leaving the house with sandwiches. No, but I mean, we don't physically leave yes. the house. We don't oh, see them right. selling no. sandwiches out at the construction site. But we never site. see that, really. Well, I mean, Maybe sometimes, at a we, do. sometimes store. we get out of there. Yeah. Um, but it's really funny, and, and Sophia's basically taken Rose on as a partner because she yeah. knows she's dumb and naive, and she'll be able to, you yeah. know, make her her little, or, you know, she'll be a, a good puppet master for yes. all of the shady, weird stuff she wants to do. And they ran out of tomatoes. Or is, are we at that point? Well, no, we're not at that no. point. It's just like, we're going to sell sandwiches at a construction site. So Got are it. we partners or what? Sophia says that like nine times on the yeah. scene. Um, and then uh, Dorothy comes in wearing wearing her the same beautiful green purple, green purple outfit, outfit that she's that wore we all on know. N- a number of episodes. Now. Yeah, I, yeah, I bet that was her favorite outfit. Oh, I'm sure. And she just like told us she was like, "That's that's kind of my favorite one." Uh-huh. And then they were like, "All right, well, you know, we'll just let you." Yeah, Judy Davis. That, that speaks. I don't know if you guys seen Jackie B do her impression, but she does an incredible B. Arthur, and she wears an almost identical outfit, which really oh. speaks to have a level of like yeah. how, how it's, it's a Jackie perfect music. outfit. Yeah. it's a perfect B. Arthur outfit. It's amazing. Yeah, and so B is getting ready for a date with Jeffrey. With Jeffrey, who's a naval officer. Who she's been seeing a lot of Who she's been seeing a lot of lately, which is, I feel like, how they always, that's how they always say, you know, whenever a woman's been, like, dating a guy and she gets in shows talking about, because you've been seeing a lot of him lately, you know, whether it's Rose with her, you know, Dr. Jonathan Newman, the little person, or... Um, and, uh, and Dorothy says just when she'd, you know, given up on meeting someone, Jeffrey comes along, which means she's probably been, like, at this dating thing for a while yeah. and, you know, starting to feel like there's really nobody out there for her, but then she's met Jeffrey. That's she's sweet. really excited about That's him. sweet. And, uh, and then Blanche comes through into the kitchen and she says, uh, in her uh, beautiful nightgown. Mm-hmm. A beautiful nightgown. Low cut, of course. She's worn that before, too, yes. on the show. Yeah. yeah. And she says, um, she says, uh, Dorothy, your, your husband's here. And she goes, I don't have a husband. Call the police. <laughs> so great. And of course, Stan pokes his head in. Hi, it's me, Stan. And we haven't seen Stan for a while. No, I can't remember the last time we saw him. It's Stan. been a while since we've seen Stan. And he now looks thinner. Wasn't the one where they had a piece of property? Has that happened yet? I don't think that's happened yet. No, that hasn't even happened yet. I know. We have such a hard time. It's been a while since we've seen Stan. He's definitely thinner now. His toupee is better, and it's a little bit darker. It's not Which as bothers me, silver. Because sil- he has, like, on the sides of his hair, he's silver. Yeah, and, I mean, yeah. it's it's not as noticeable, I guess. But he's looking a little bit more, I mean, he's looking a little bit more handsome, yeah. is all. 
And, uh, and we learn here, because Sophia says, you know, did you bring your little chickie? Meaning the, you know, his flight attendant wife that he left Dorothy for. Um, and Dorothy reminds him, oh, you know, uh, Stan and Chrissy got divorced, remember, Ma? So yeah. now we, we learn that they've gotten divorced. And uh, so Dorothy goes into the living room with Stan and he breaks Dumb down. Dumbledore's not going to get any. That was the last episode we saw Stan. Oh, but that was when Chrissy wanted him back. Yes. I want you back, big Stan. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, and that was the last closing time we saw line, him. I, that just came to my head. That's that right. That closing line where Dorothy <laughs> says, uh, here's to good sex. And the dumb blonde that's not gonna get any. Yeah. So it <laughs> yeah. sounds like so then so then they got back together yeah, and then it and sounds then, like Chrissy left yes. him again, which I'm sorry, Stan, but that's kinda what you deserved, because yeah. Um so he starts crying and he says, I lost it, Dorothy. He lost the business. I know, but she did first, I mean, yeah. but she right back says, You never had it, Stanley. It's zinger so them with the zingers. Um so he lost his his business after twenty two years. It's his like novelty items business it's like the you know the fake puke and yeah. the fake you know turds that whatever that's his business i can't believe he stayed in business that long with just all that stuff um but that's he's funny. upset and you know what stan doesn't want to be alone yeah and so uh but dorothy has a date she says could we do this any other night and uh, uh isn't it weird that we never saw jeffrey it i think it's weird that we never saw jeffrey mm -hmm. but it is yeah it would have it would have made I don't know. Maybe, maybe they tried to write him into this scene, like he comes to pick Dorothy up, and then Stan shows up. Mm. But maybe it would have then they would have gotten too much into like, oh, this is my ex husband, and this is my new guy. It may mm -hmm. have just been like too much. Um, although I don't know, I'd be curious to know if yeah. there was a way they could have done it. Yeah. Um, but uh, so Dorothy needs to pawn Stan. You know, she feels bad for him. You know, she yeah, still cares about him, but she needs to pawn Stan off on either Rose or uh, Blanche for mm -hmm. the night. And she goes to Rose, and she's like, you know, will you hang out with Stan? And Rose is basically like, oh, no, I'm really I'm really bad at hanging out with depressed people. And she's like, Rose, you're a grief counselor. And then Rose says, yes, but I have the highest suicide rate in the office. The darkest line I've ever heard, ever. It's so... They, like, like immediately move on. Can you? Im I know. Can you imagine? Like, that's basically Rose being like, I murder people. Like, yeah. people talk to me, and then they kill themselves. How does that not affect Rose more on a day-to-day -day basis? Rose, she's the she's sweetest. So though. That's, yeah. that's why she's perfect. She yeah. just, you know, doesn't even... She, yeah. I can't imagine her coming home, finding out someone, a client of hers, has committed suicide, and her being like, do we have Oreos? <laughs> Basically. Uh, yeah, but, but she cares so much about these people, because remember the episode where she loses her job, and, mm -hmm. you know, she's... It starts to tell the people at the grief center to just come to their house. Because the and... ones that survive after dealing with her. Uh, I mean, it's, a, it's a triumph. Yes, but... <laughs> yeah. Not that many, as, as we've yeah. learned, so it's really not that many people. So, dying. yeah, although that is weird, because she... This is that instance where we talked about how she loses the job, but then in a later episode, she still talks about working at the grief center, so mm -hmm. they're just not... Nobody's following any of that stuff, I guess. Um, so then Dorothy asks Blanche if she'll hang out with Stan, and Blanche is kind of like, no, and she starts offering her things. I'll give you my unused Chanel perfume, whatever. And then, uh, and then she finally gets Blanche with, she says, I'll introduce you to all of Jeffrey's naval friends, some of whom have been away at sea for six months. In which Blanche just walks right out into the living room, and she stands sitting down, and she taps him, and she says, like, uh, like I'll be ready in five minutes, honey. Sit right there. And it's <laughs> so great. So, so great. Amazing. Amazing. Um, so later that night, uh, Sophia and Rose are now making their sandwiches for the construction site. Mm -hmm. 
and they're making bacon, lettuce, and potato because, sandwiches. Because they ran out of tomatoes. Is it because they ran, it's like, yeah. they ran out of tomatoes? Yeah, Rose says a line that yeah. we ran out of tomatoes. Okay. Yeah. So instead of going to the... Because here's the thing. is like If they're going to peddle bacon, lettuce, and potato sandwiches, if I buy that, and they say... You know, if I buy that and I walk away and I take a bite and it's like a raw potato in my sandwich, I'm going to come back and want my money back. So, I mean, for la- for ladies who but, are like... No, they're probably assuming that, and this is just me, you know, thinking this, but that they, they're wrapped in tin foil. So they probably buy them well before lunch. They take them back to their desk their, or their construction site. So mm-hmm. they put them in a bag. They hammer things and then they eat the sandwich and Rose and... and, and are long and, gone by yeah, then. Yeah, long gone. It's a so great operation. So they're like operation. pulling a con on people. Mm. I mean, those yeah. things could be filled with paper. <laughs> like, why don't they just do that and, like, make well, even more money? Well, fill it with something edible. I guess. So they're making bacon, lettuce, and potato sandwiches. Rose is like... But she does a good line where Sophia's like, just say it real fast. Bacon, bacon lettuce, lettuce, and potato. Bacon, lettuce, potato. So funny. Yeah. And uh, so then Dorothy comes home from her date with Jeffrey <coughs> later in the evening. She feels bad for sticking Blanche with Stan. But then Blanche comes in and um, she's basically like, I just had such a great night with Stan. Mm-hmm. And it makes sense. She was like, you know, he knew he didn't have a chance in hell of impressing me. I'm not, a, you know, I'm not into him. So we just like hung out. It was really yeah, cool. It makes perfect sense. However, yeah. the, so all of that is fine and dandy. But, but when she gets into hanging out with him tomorrow and Dorothy has the reaction of being upset about, sort mm-hmm. of being upset about yeah. that. That seems a little shady to me. Yeah, but but in this moment though, Dorothy doesn't care, yeah. and and she says, you know, she's like, oh, I think it's great. I mean, you know, we're divorced, remember? But you can tell there's something there that she's she's not she doesn't like uh, the baby tomorrow. Maybe. Well, no, no, no. But that's uh, that's but that hasn't been mentioned again. Oh. She just says she's like, you know, we're divorced, remember? You know, no, Stanley says, left me for she says, a woman half Blanche's age. Remember, they had that whole moment. But I think that's in the. Um, no, it's at the table. Where she's um, like, oh, I probably should have asked you beforehand. I'll go ahead and cancel. And she's like, no, no, it's fine. We're divorced, remember? Oh, okay, that's right. They're yeah. going to hang out again. Yeah. And, but uh, you can tell that there's some there's some hesitation building. there mm-hmm. with Dorothy. That there's something like she's upset by something, mm-hmm. you know. But she's also, she's so happy to be going out with Jeffrey again yeah. that it's not really, she has Jeffrey, so she's like, eh, she doesn't really yeah. care. Getting some naval duty. Oh, that's a good point. That's that sets it up when she okay. Yeah, because right. mm-hmm. she doesn't like she has right. this other great man, mm-hmm. and then yeah. of course, right. eventually, something yeah, happens and with yes. that great man. Yes, yes, yeah. yes. Um, so now it's it's five thirty in the morning. Yes. Um, and Rose and Sophia are carry or, or they have a, a huge platter with um, tin foil sandwich, tin foil sandwiches yeah. wrapped in cellophane. Yeah, and they're they're they're. Dorothy's like, why are you leaving so early? And they're, they want to get the best corner before Johnny No Thumbs shows up with his lunch wagon. This is me doing, you guys can't Johnny see it, no but Thumbs. I'm doing No Thumbs. It must, I wonder, do you, you think Johnny imagine? No Thumbs makes the sandwiches? Like, because if, like, it's going to be hard without I'm picking a up a glass thumbs. here, and it's, it's like, <laughs> I mean, really call it a glass, without, but it's a Slurpee cup. True. It's really hard without, I mean, I guess you could do it like this, but you have to have a really strong pinky. Well, didn't she yeah. say something about how it's a, a gyro? Isn't that what she said? Making oh, he makes oh. peel and pepper heroes, which I'm oh. like, that is Sophia's sandwich, which is like, makes. throwing that on. So, yeah, so he's making peel and pepper heroes. Um, and, uh, and so then Dorothy comes out upset she wakes oh so she's already out here she's in her pj she's upset um because jeffrey's gonna be leaving town and like going out to sea 
And they're basically like, he dumped you, huh? And she's like, yeah. And I'm like, well, I mean, but he's going out to sea. It's not like yeah. he was like, I'm just breaking up with you because I don't like you. He was doing the sensible thing. You yeah. Know? Some people don't like long distance. It's hard to do long distance, especially if you're going to be with, uh, you know. But then we get into the details of what he told her. Oh, yeah. But do you, you think he was lying? Oh, my God, yeah. He's you going to the so? Aleutian Islands where he gets no contact for six months. I mean, that's like craziness. Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. That's I didn't realize point. he was lying. It's totally bullshit, yeah. yeah. Really, no, no oh, contact Dorothy. with the Aleutian Islands. That's, oh, yeah, Dorothy, yeah. now I feel even more sorry for yeah, her. Yeah, that's why, because yeah. that's, when, that's when he goes, she, they go, you got dumped. And she's like, I got dumped, because she realizes yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. And, but she, you know, she... That explains why she's so upset about yeah. Sam. Mm-hmm. But then, and Dorothy even says, she says, you know, whenever I think I meet Mr. Right, he turns out to be Mr. Wrong. So this is her just, like, feeling even more, like, helpless and her That's thinking, like, there's nobody there's mm. nobody out there for me, I think is what she's thinking at this point. That's yeah. how you feel after most of your dates? Yeah. No. I have, recently, I've noticed men doing the pat-down. Have I, have I talked to you? I've talked to you about this. The pat-down is when... An I'm, ocular pat-down? No. Oh, okay. It's a physical pat-down. It's like almost a police pat Like a TSA agent pat-down, if you will. Um, where the the man... You meet the man. Like, mm-hmm. you've only had online profiles because it's 2015. And you meet the man, and then that man hugs you and does a pat-down of your back to see how muscular slash fat you are. And uh, I've had men do this on a number of occasions recently. I've noticed it for years, but I've only been very conscious of it in my current state. Yeah. Yeah, it's a pat-down. And when you say the ocular pat-down, I've had that version of it where I've had guys who go, let's FaceTime before we meet, you know? And it's like, oh, so you want to audition before the date. Okay. I I know what that is. I've definitely, like, if I'm on, like, Grindr or something, Mm. and which I don't really use at all anymore, but... Um, if I'm on Grindr or something, I'll ask for more pics just to yeah. have an idea of yeah, this person's, yeah. you know, body and stuff. Mm-hmm. I had a guy not long ago get upset with me about not wanting, asking for more pics. And then I'm like, well, how do I know if you're catfishing me? Like, I don't, yeah. like, you know, I gotta see other stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. And he got angry at that. He's like, if you don't trust me, and I'm like, I don't trust you. I don't know you. You're a robot to me. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, but the pat down. So I relate to Dorothy in this situation. Yeah. You should just call Neve Shulman anytime you feel like Really? Somebody's no. I don't <laughs> wanna call him actually. No. I don't think I like him. Oh right, he, he he punched the girl. Oh did he? Oh yeah, he put yeah, he like posted that Instagram photo with the elevator in the, and he was like, This elevator is abuse free but then he got like kicked out of Yeah, he, he got like arrested in college for yeah. punching a woman. Yeah, he seems very creepy to me. And making it even worse, she was I think the story I think she was a lesbian and he like said something was like well I thought it was a man like trying to make it even worse it's even it's, it's, it's so many layers of offensive on top of it yeah. So. yeah yeah anyway sorry guys this is a need sorry free guys yeah. sorry yeah. it's my we only accept <clears throat> all I mean it's a it, catfish is a great show but we sure. only accept very you know human kind people yeah. on the show. No punching. So, uh, so Dorothy's upset. <laughs> that was the most that playful. Was the I mean, you can't say no punching and then just give me like I, I, I just little shots. I just pushed Carrie. Um, so Dorothy's upset. Then Blanche comes in and she had such a wonderful time yeah. with Stan. Um, this is when she says... We're going out tomorrow night. Oh, yes. Yeah. Yes, so yes, she comes yes, over she goes, yes. I had such a wonderful time. In fact, we're going out tomorrow night. And then there's an act break. Yeah. Because it's like and a very tense moment. Cuts to the grocery store, grocery which store. we saw a couple episodes ago, fully stocked with name brand products. But this time, I don't know if you noticed, now we, in this episode, there are um, fake uh, well, look-alike not all. The tin brands. Foil. The tinfoil was real. All right. Well, I will say I saw... And bounce. I yeah. know it's bounce. Yeah. Nope. It was pounce, you guys. Oh, was it? 
Oh, and wow. there were Ziploc yeah. bags Maybe they just got called trouble. Zip. They may have gotten they in trouble. They got in trouble for it. Because, yeah. yeah, last time we were like, wow, they were just straight like up showing brand, brand like okay. Cheez-Its, like legit wow. chips. No, yeah. it was pounce, but the font, the design was all very similar. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay. okay. Smart, okay. smart, smart. Um, so I love Blanche is dressed. I believe she's worn this outfit when she's gone out to play golf. This yeah, is what she wore to play golf. It reminds me of golf outfits. Yeah. yeah. So she's dressed to play golf with, like, the yellow polo shirt with, like, the green striped cardigan over yes. it. And uh, and so Dorothy now has had the morning to stew and, she and to is sit so in her angry, angry filth, just thinking and about Blanche, Blanche. Is just trying to get her to talk to her. Yeah, Blanche's like, you've got to talk to me. Blanche is being very pragmatic about it. Dorothy's yeah. like, so just coffee and a walk along the beach. And Blanche is like, you know, why do you care? You you were the one who begged me to go out with them. We had a good time. You know, I'm not into him. And Dorothy's yeah. like, you know, you're right. I'm I'm upset that I'm upset. I can't, you know, I can't figure out why I'm upset. Yeah. Um, oh, you know what? I'm sorry. At the end of that last scene, she didn't say she's going out with him again. She does that here. Yes. Um, she, uh, Dorothy's upset that she's upset. And she's yeah. like, Blanche is like, honey, trust me. I've been there. I know exactly what you're going through. Yeah. Everything's fine. And then they hug and they sort of make up. And Dorothy's like, oh, great. Yeah. And then Blanche says, uh, I'm so glad we had this talk because I'm going out with Stan again tonight. Which I have to say in this moment, I... Because, I mean, you have to understand that your friend is upset about by this. Like, yes. You know that that's happening. So... A, you wouldn't say that you're going out with him, and if you are going to go out with him, you either do it in secret, which would be really shitty, but yeah. or you just don't do it. Yeah. Which I guess, and we learned later that this this final time they were going out was her saying they can't hang out anymore. Yes, but I yes. think it's not. But, I, but, but it's not. But clear. I, I think it's, it's at the time. Not well, at the time, I don't think that's no, because at the time she wants to go out with him because he has tickets to the Burt Reynolds theater, dinner theater, which is Second hilarious because Burt Reynolds, Reynolds was just in the last episode. Um... But she, but but I think she wants to go because he has these tickets, and yes. I think she's being selfish because she wants to go and and so now Blanche she is the one who's going to be the last time. So she did miss birth the last time, but like she, she just likes masculine attention. Like, yes. like yes, she does. It's not yeah. the whole like you know I hate to say like bros before hoes, but she mm-hmm. just she's mm-hmm. very much like yeah. just give me the attention, dude. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, definitely. So. And they have such this like soap opera moment. Where uh, Dorothy's like, you know, I thought you because you know she says I'm, I'm going to see him tomorrow night. We have he has tickets Don't to the Burt Reynolds Theater. The girls before at this moment. They do. So wait, there's a great. Then I ha- there, there's this moment with Sophia in this bit that is just hilarious. That's that, so great. That that really speaks to the characters so well. So um, uh, Dorothy is pushing the cart after Rose. After, after Blanche, Blanche walks, walks away, away, she follows her. And uh, and they run into each other. Mm-hmm. The two carts run into each other. She runs Sophia's, into Sophia's cart. And Sophia, not knowing who it is, says, Oh, my back! I'm paralyzed! I'm <laughs> paralyzed! And and then she looks forward and she sees that it's Dorothy. And she's like, Oh, watch where you're going. Yeah. <laughs> walks, so, I mean, it's so just good. so perfect yeah. for Sophia. Well, just because Sophia... This entire episode is about Sophia scamming people. Yep. Like, she's yep. scamming okay. Rose. She's Definitely. making Rose scam other people. Now yeah. she's... You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's a really fun episode for her. And then uh, then we have the soap opera moment where, you know, Dorothy is like, I can't believe you're going to see him again. I thought you were my friend. And Blanche is like, I am your friend. And she goes, then why are you sleeping with my husband? Everyone like, stops. Very loud. Everyone stops around them the stops. And just like starts watching like it's, like it's theater. It's so yeah. amazing. And uh, and then Blanche starts to explain herself. And she was like, oh, what am I doing explaining myself to you? I didn't even do any of this. And she yeah. just like storms out of the, uh, she storms out of the grocery store. Yeah. I have to tell, I have my story. I don't know if I can tell it now, but yeah. my, my situation that I had with uh, Ruma Planahan mm-hmm. was almost kind of similar with yeah. the situation 
woman in the in the store that we're talking about. So the way that I met her was I was doing before all the big press hit. I was going to take my nude oil, oil portrait of B. Arthur to a different light for the book signing she was mm -hmm. doing. So I brought the painting there, and I saw that it was like a big line. And you know, I'm very respectful, so I walked up to her handler and was like, "Oh, can I get? Because I had someone from Bizarre Magazine with me. Can I get a like a picture of me with with Rue and the painting?" And he's like, "Okay." He walks over to her. I see them sort of discussing. He walks over to me and he goes. Oh, um, so Rue said, no, I'm sorry, that's something Blanche would do, not Rue would do. I was like, uh -huh. okay, fair enough, whatever. So I, I'm holding the painting, and I decide to walk out to go put it back in the car, and somebody sees this, you know, oil portrait yeah. bear there and goes, oh my god, and then everybody, like the whole entire store then turns around, all eyes are on me, and not on Rue, who's actually uh, doing the signing. Yeah. And she's just giving me dagger eyes, like she, and I, I, understandable, and it was like this whole thing, and I was like, I'm sorry, girl, like I was trying to be polite, whatever, yeah. and so then everyone's like, What's this? What's this? And I'm like, got a show coming up. It actually made it was in defamer. This whole incident oh. that happened because it was such like the whole place wow. just like stopped, That's right? Funny. So but me, I, st I still waited in line to still get my photo with her, which is why she looks less than thrilled in that yeah. photo. <laughs> She's just like, girl. Oh. So, well, oh I have gosh. a photo with her that I think we posted on the website mm -hmm. before that. Um, she also, I think her face. She is uh -huh. resting, bitch. Face. Okay, okay, yes. but she was, but she was for sure like over me. Yeah, for she, sure. She, from she that definitely. So funny. I met yeah. her at a. Uh, Book her book signing um, for her biography that came out shortly that before was, she passed away yeah. at a bar in New York called Barracuda. It's in the uh, it's in Chelsea, and um, it's a very small but narrow bar. And she was in the very back, and they were doing a show, and then she was doing a signing of the book. And How many bar, people were there? Oh, hundreds. I mean, it was yeah. packed. It was packed. Yeah. I remember just being smushed in there, and it was it was such a moment of. Like, because this bar is known for being, I mean, it's not a hardcore bar by any means, but it's its definitely, it's called Barracuda, and it's in Chelsea, and you just wouldn't expect... But is it a clever again. spelling, like, bear? No. Oh, I didn't no, know that. No. Uh, it's like was straight like... up, like, heart song Barracuda. Oh, okay, because yeah. I was like, that'd be so cool if it was a bear bar called no. Barracuda. No, But the picture with Rue McClanahan actually came from, she was doing a Sorted Lives um, mm -hmm. appearance at comics with like Rosie O'Donnell and like the whole cast and mm -hmm. Leslie Niels Leslie Jordan, Jordan thank yeah. you and all of them and uh, and that's where I got the picture with Ruby McClane no. yeah I don't have any pictures of any of the Golden Girls and I know I mean Betty White 93 yeah, I mean, she could it. live for another 10 years this my, my tattoo might cause a, a thing and then we could get invited and maybe if we get invited I Betty White is the only celebrity who I think I will ever have a like physical reaction oh, to me meeting too. where I, yeah. would, I think I would just cry. Yeah. Like, I would sob. Yeah, I have that with her and Supreme Court Justice Ellen Kagan. Okay, we'll talk about yeah, that we, after the podcast. Yeah. yeah, I always, I always forget it. The only, the only besides that Rue story was I think I was telling you guys earlier that um, during my sh during the, the Golden Girls show, this guy came up to me and he's like, "Oh, I work in medical billing. I stole B. Arthur's phone number for you," <laughs> and he gave me that number. And I, I would crank call her often and invite yeah. her to my birthday parties. So I, that was sort of counts as interaction. She knew yeah. my voice. And yeah. Then she, like, I called yeah. her show. I still have her number on my phone. I can't get rid of it. All these years uh, later, I know. We can call right now. I don't know who's oh there. God. I mean, I don't know. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! Do you think it. it's like her kids? We can, we totally. I don't know. Let's find out. Um, it was her cell phone or home phone? I was it had to be a home, home phone. phone. Oops. Oh my god. Oh my god! It's so weird to see B. Arthur in somebody's phone. We yeah. put it on speakerphone. Yeah, you put it on speakerphone. And what are we gonna say? Because it's it's not obviously not. Should we just be like oh. hi? See if they know that they used to have B. Arthur's phone number. Oh well, we probably it might be one of her kids. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'll, I'll totally call it. I'm just let's, like, let's call it, and we'll just we'll just. Swing. Oh, you know, oh, we can just be like, oh, I'm sorry, I have this number on my phone. I totally don't know who it is. Who's is this? 
Do you want to do that or is that too weird? Yeah. 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 We can't tell them that we're doing the podcast though because then they might get mad and then be like, tell them to take it down because they're using them either from the podcast. True. Okay. okay. Sue us. Okay. We'll All right. Let's call it. Let's okay. See what happens. Then are you run? You run this. You. Oh, this is so. Okay. Just put it by the by the speaker. Guys, we're calling B. Arthur's old number. I'm sorry, I have this number in my phone, and I'm not sure, I don't know how I know you. What is your name? Well, who are you calling? Well, I don't know. It's I have a number in my phone with no name attached to it, so I'm just trying to figure out who you are and if I know you or if I just have this number by accident. Okay, I think you called this number by accident. Okay, thank you. I don't know. Mm. Should we, should we see if there's any video of her daughter speaking? Or does does that sound, I don't know. It's a good question. But that was her number. I mean, I don't... Well, uh, well she was just as friendly as B. I'll tell you that. I'm going to Google it. You guys talk. Yeah. Okay. Um. All right. So let's... I'm like... That was such a crazy moment. That actually have. scared me. Yeah. Like, I was like... <laughs> like... Like, ex- like, expecting B. Arthur's... Like, I wanted to scream out, like, are you her daughter? Well, she's... Yeah. Well, I told you, she used to, used to answer. She's always a little drunk. And she'd be, hello? And then I'd just be like, will you come to my birthday party? Like, you again, kid? And, like, it was like that she was a time. She was a drinker, though. Yes, she was. That much I know. Yes, that, I can't believe you used to just call her and, all the time. Oh. All the time. Look, if you have B. Arthur's number, don't you call it? I yes, mean, yeah, of course I you call it. You know what I'm saying? Um, what do you? Okay, so you would call, and then what? Like, do you, and remember any other like specific um, things about? She never was keen on uh, like. Okay, so I did tell her who I was mm-hmm. and why I was calling. Which, um, you know, I, when I said I have a nude oil portrait of you in my apartment. She could tell she was really... I don't think she... Whereas, okay, here's... So I dated a guy who was Betty White's agent, mm-hmm. and she knew about the show and apparently really liked it, and actually I gave him a print to give to her, so mm-hmm. she knew about it and was, like, way into it and thought it was wow. really cool. Um, so I know she was all about it. Um, obviously, I said my interaction with Rue, she seemed less enthused. Um, uh, so I, I never... And then I, I think um, Estelle was already deep in dementia because mm-hmm. she... I knew her agent as well, who actually represented all these fabulous people like... Phyllis Diller and Linda Carter, and so through him, wow. I think she was already pretty far gone when the show happened. Yeah, she, what year was that? Uh, it was 2007, but she was, even though she was the youngest Golden Girl, I think she was had a lot of health issues that happened. Oh, she was... Rue? No, no. Rue Estelle. Estelle oh. Getty died well before but, that, But, but Rue she? had... She was, Rue she was had, alive. Uh, breast cancer she was still and, alive oh, then? Yeah. Yeah, Estelle was still alive. Oh, yeah. wow, she died in 2008. That's what I'm saying. I thought she died so No, she soon. was still alive, and I, because yeah. I, I said, like, I, I wow. knew her sort of agent per- mm-hmm. person yeah. and yeah he was like because I, I said oh invite you know invite he's like she's not doing so great so yeah. I have no idea what her opinion on it was she probably had no awareness of it yeah. um, but Betty White totally knew totally has the print he was given to her he gave it to her when she hosted Saturday Night Live Oh, wow. He, went, he wow. flew out with her. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. He gave her the print. That's so, really so cool. great. Yeah. yeah, Rue had a lot of health problems <laughs> towards the end. A whole lot of health problems. She, she had, I know she had cancer. I, I think two types of cancer. Mm. Yeah, she, uh, she definitely was not well. Mm. But she wrote a great biography. Yeah, that. what is it, like, yeah. like first something husbands or yeah. first five husbands? Yeah, I, really interesting life. I, one, of the, one of the only faux pas I ever regret saying, just because I thought it was hilarious at the time, but now I'm like, oh, I was in bad taste, I guess, was when I was with the senior swingers in Miami and the people from, were interviewing me from some other press outlet, and someone said, if you had to have sex with one of the Golden Girls, who would it be? And without missing a beat, I said, 
B. Arthur, because she... Can I say a bad word on this? Yeah, of course I you can. I, oh, okay. I said, B. Arthur, because she'd have the biggest dick. And, like, she had just died. And, like, I thought I was hilarious. And, like, it was really weird seeing this room of people who, like, loved me to all of a sudden, like, were horrified by me. Because oh, they were... Yeah. And I was like, sorry, I thought it was funny. Like, yeah. but it just... So, I, I do... I do feel a little bad about that. It was too soon. I thought it was funny. <laughs> Sorry. So um, later that night. Later that night. Um, they're at the kitchen table. Rose yes. and, and, and Sophia, Sophia going and, over to checks. Yes, and Rose has been giving a lot of people. She's been getting a lot of IOUs from people because. And her explanation was, "Oh, he had a hundred dollar bill. I couldn't break a hundred, which I, I bet you they, you know, they didn't flash it or anything. They just said all I have is a hundred. Yeah. Oh, sweet, sweet Rose. And, uh, and then Sophia decides she's going to teach her a lesson in economics. Right she tells her lesson number one, quit being an idiot. Uh, lesson number two, the law of supply and demand. Before you supply the sandwich, demand the money. Which is so great. It's solid advice. It's solid it's advice. Right, yeah. And of course, lesson number three, quit being an idiot. And then yeah. she ends up telling her this long story about coming over in the boat and seeing the Statue of Liberty and... And and she's this whole thing, and Rose is like, "What's the point of that story?" And she was like, "The point of the story is lesson number one and three: quit being an idiot." I stole forty dollars from you while you were listening <laughs> to that stupid cockamamie thing. So funny. Yeah. Um. So then, uh, Dorothy comes in. <coughs> Blanche has been out with Stan for the. He's still out. With the Burt Reynolds dinner theater, he's still out. She's like, "Why aren't they back? What are they doing?" And then Sophia totally. I mean, she really fuels the fire here by saying, "We know what they're doing." I was like, "Sophia, I mean, I know you call Blanche a slut puppy, you know, in the show, but I mean, what?" So it sets up the time. It's after midnight. It's after midnight. That's what Dorothy mm-hmm. says. Um, and she goes back to bed. Well, no, she doesn't go back to bed. She said, they were just like, we know what she's doing. And she was like, please, you know, I, I was married to Stanley for 35 years. I know how long it takes him. Mm-hmm. And if he and Blanche did it every, you know, the, the combined amount of times that Stanley and I did it throughout our entire marriage, she should, still should have been back 30 minutes ago. Mm-hmm. So Dorothy storms out and Rose is like, where are you going? And she's like, I don't know, either like get ice cream or kill somebody. I'll decide when I get there. And she storms <laughs> out. Then the doorbell rings. Yes. And as you said, it's after midnight at this point. Oh, yeah, this is a great moment. Yes, yes. And standing at the door are, like, two like stereotypical like, 80s Basically, like, thug. cast members of The Sopranos that didn't quite make it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. They're, like, lazy soprano characters. Like Joe Pesci's stand-in yes. in My Cousin Vinny. <laughs> <laughs> they show up, and they'll, they're like, We're Vinny and Rocco. Johnny No Thumb sent us. Yeah. And then Rose just goes, Sophia, it's for you. Great line. And then we fade into a new scene. Yeah. Yeah. Like, these two thugs show well, up in a, the middle a, of the night. No. I get that we can't tip the joke, but, like... These two dudes show up. They could be there to kill them. And no, we're just gonna, as it's an, a They're funny just going to take us away. I love that they ended on that. It's a funny bit. I mean, the fact that, like, we don't want to see the details of no, how Sophia works out this problem. <laughs> no. And we, it's, it's just really funny that Johnny Notham's people show up at midnight at the girls' place. Well, like, I don't know. I, I feel like... They're, they're, I feel like at least 30% of the people who are watching the show in the 80s are probably like, oh no, like they're about to be... I don't think anyone was Raped and that. murdered! I do not think anyone actually Fine. thought Sophia was going to get murdered. Fine. So then... I'm just imagining, like... Well, remember woman, the time that the robbers tied her up? They tied Sophia up? She was gagged? I'm just imagining some poor dark? woman with dementia watching the Golden Girls being like, Not Sophia! <laughs> Freaking out. I, you know, or just, or like a normal person who's compassionate. I don't know. Okay, fine. <laughs> she stands alone on this one. Fine. 
So then. So there's an out. There's an exterior shot of a dark apartment building that has no definition whatsoever. I thought whatsoever. it was a hotel. Or a hotel. I Who knows? Think it's it a was hotel. dark. It was dark. So um, this scene opens. It's like a dark room and stands in bed with a woman, like fooling around, but we can't see who she is. And there's a knock at the door, and, st- and it's Dorothy. And yeah. Stan goes, "It's Dorothy. Stay under the covers." And uh, <laughs> he gets up and he answers the door. And Dorothy basically calls him out on what she's doing. She's like, yeah. "Look, you're wearing your toupee to bed. Either there's a woman in your bed, or Suzanne Somers is on the Tonight Show." <laughs> and he's like trying to deny it. <laughs> and she's like, "You know what?" I'm not here to talk to you. I'm here to talk to her. Current cast member of Dancing with the Stars, by the way, Suzanne Summers. Oh, Suzanne Summers. That's like who you're she, talking when about. When this podcast airs, she might not be, but as of right now, at the recording, she is a cast great. member. Great. I bet she. Does she? How does she look? Oh, she looks great, but she's crazy. But she's on all those hormones. That's her whole thing. Yeah, she also trip. thinks people shouldn't get chemo. Which, as someone who's gone through chemo, fuck her. Mm. That's fair. Sorry. That's fair. I made it real. <laughs> <laughs> Cancer, real guys. Support American Cancer Society or whoever you want to do. So Dorothy walks over and she's talking to the woman under the blanket who she and maybe some other people who, you know, who watch the show might think is Blanche. Mm -hmm. And she's like, you know, I I can't believe you jeopardize our relationship for this. Um, She says, the thing that hurts the most is that you didn't have the guts to tell me you're sleeping with my husband, which... Dorothy calls him her husband. Which, which after 30-some years, you're going to do that. I know, but I feel like this, this episode for her is so telling in that, like... Because, I mean, as we will learn later on, Dorothy does have an on-again, off-again with Stan, and they do end up getting back together, and she does have these feelings. So for me, it's like... Well, not back together. They Well, they, they hook sex. up. Yes. Um, but... And she... Well, she almost marries him again, remember? Mm-hmm. And then she walks out mm-hmm. on him at the wedding. Mm-hmm. Because he wants her to sign a prenup. And, um... So, I don't know. I did, for me, this is like, this episode really speaks to how complicated those types of relationships yes. can be. I can't imagine. I mean, you know, I come from a divorced family, and my mother does not think of my dad as her husband at all. Mm-hmm. Um, but to be married for 30-some years and have two kids, and, I mean, it's a, bit, it's a long time. And to be cordial with that man. I yeah. mean, they are on speaking terms. Yeah. So he is still in her life. Yeah. Um, but, but so, so Dorothy says, you know, I, you know, you didn't have the guts to tell me you're sleeping with my husband. Yeah. And then the blanket or the light An amazing turns woman. On. I, that actress who, who played that part uh, was so Look her up real quick. Great, I will, quick. yes. Um, What's so, the uh, it's called, uh, uh, Take Him, He's Mine. Um, what? Take Him, He's Mine. Oh. And so she says, you know, I can't believe you, uh, the thing that hurts, you didn't have the guts to tell me you're sleeping with my husband. And then this blonde, I don't know, 20-year-old sits up in bed and she says, uh, Well, I would have, except I didn't know myself until like an hour ago. And then she laughs like a maniac. She just goes, ah! You know what it reminds me of? It is crazy! There's, in the 80s, uh, like four years before this episode aired, there was a great film called Victor Victoria with mm. Julie Andrews. Mm-hmm. And um, one of the... The women in it, Leslie Ann Warren. Great, oh, I love, great love Leslie Ann Clue. Warren. She was yes. in Clue. But, um, and she her was in character, Life Skins with Mel Brooks. Oh, yes. so good. Her, her character in Victor Victoria was a lot like that, where she had that, that kind of laugh. Uh-huh. And I just see this woman, and I just it, I think of Leslie Ann Warren. It is. Um, but everything was great. That hair and the makeup. Yeah. Really something. Yeah, the girl. Yeah. Her name was Lana Schwab. 
Um, How does Stan get girl? He gets wait, like young. Okay, wait. Did girls. she pick her stage name because of Lana Turner's yeah. Swabs Oh my god! Look at this! Look at this! She's in a she's in a picture with Ned Beatty and um, Linda Blair. Oh, is that from the that the fake Exorcist movie? They repossessed. Yes. Repossessed. Yes. That was a. I didn't know this was a film. It's terrible. She was also in the. She's known for her known for credits are um, Repossessed, yeah. The Bridges of Madison County, Factorum. Twilight Zone, the movie, a haunted film. Whoa, totally yes, Vic, Very Vic Morrow, who but she's still, died with two children. Right. Um, Jesus, I believe she's still alive. Her last film appearance, though, was in 2005, so maybe she's just retired. But hmm. uh, she did a lot of comedy. She's, wow, yeah, comedy actor. I mean, I feel like that laugh. Yeah, I feel was, like that was a decision. Yes, like, yeah. exactly. She was just like, I'm that. gonna make a decision. A lot of TV there. series, step by step. She was a guest star on. Um, can I tell you? So the show I work on, the Goldbergs. Yeah. The the uh, Christine Lakin, the Al, the uh-huh. the tomboy daughter and stuff. I said she's a choreographer, and she's the choreographer on our show. And yeah. so I saw her one day, like in the office. What do you with, guys need a choreographer for? They have a lot of dancing. We did a whole New Kids in the Block episode oh. where they had to learn like dance moves. There's a lot of choreography. I mean, Wendy McClendon Covey dances all the time. Like yeah. on roller skates, does a lot of stuff. Um, but I saw her in the hallway, and I was like, Oh my god, it's Al! And I like freaked out, and I realized she's standing with a 20-year-old actor who probably has no idea yeah. that she, about step-by-step. Step. But anyway, she looks amazing. She looks great. Huh. I mean, she's like our age. Good she looks know. great. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um, so, uh, Lady the Last of the Maniac. song, Step-by-Step? Step. I love that Step-by-step, day-by-day-by-day. Fresh start over in a different way. Something. They went down the roller coaster there. And the splash. Yeah. Make it better the second time around. Yeah. Da, na, na, na. Yeah. yeah. TGIF, guys. That was great. Uh, it's Sunday. <laughs> um, so, back home. Now we're back yes. home. Um, it is 4 o'clock in the morning. It has to be it has very, to be very early o'clock in, the in the morning. Dorothy enters to a kitchen filled with flowers. Mm-hmm. So, in the period of time that Johnny No Thumbs dudes came over, mm-hmm. right... Sophia was able to contact her cousin, I believe, in, in Palermo, Palermo, and get the message from from Palermo, which mm-hmm. the time difference is probably like what nine hours, eight nine hours, because um, it's Italy. Uh, so within the so it's like mid afternoon in Italy. Her cousin in Palermo then sends a message to Johnny No Thumbs, who happens to also be awake at three a.m. in the uh-huh. morning, and then somehow gets a florist to deliver. All of the flowers. Mm-hmm. Now, guys, I'm a little bit of an expert. My mom yeah. is a floral designer. Yes. And I can tell you right now, there is no way that if you call a flower shop at 3 in the morning that anybody's going to pick up the phone. Question. Yes. What if that flower shop is owned as a cover for Johnny No Thumbs? Oh. oh that's deep. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's a good point. Yeah. That's a good point. Maybe it is his flower shop. Yeah. Oh, I bet they call, I bet it's called Johnny Green Thumbs. Ah, <laughs> comedy. That was so funny. Oh boy. Um, so uh, <laughs> so Johnny No Thumbs sends them the flowers because they're getting out of the sandwich game yes. because they couldn't turn a profit, which mm-hmm. of course they couldn't. They were selling bacon, lettuce, and potato sandwiches. Yeah. Um, you know you have to try one now. Yeah. I, I you know what I would try I mean, bacon, I would try the bacon lettuce and like uh, like a scalloped uh, like a sliced. You know, fried potato. Sure. You know, I I spent uh, quite a bit of time in England performing, and I lived because I did not like much of the British cuisine, um, except for the curry. I love their Indian food, Indian. but um, they at the at the uh, 
Tes Tesco, Tesco. They're, they're sort of convenient shops there. They sell these cheese and onion, and I've even had potato sandwiches. Uh, and they're not bad. They're delicious. If we have any British listeners, please confirm this, or maybe I'm imagining the potato part of it. But I feel like I've had a potato sandwich mm. before. Yeah. Yummy. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, not very healthy, but very yummy. I've had potato tacos. Yeah, potato tacos. Oh, I love potato yeah. tacos. Yeah. You know, maybe. What's wrong with the potato? Nothing. No, nothing's wrong with the potato. I mean, there's a lot of uh, uh, starch. Right. Yeah. It's very starchy. Yeah. yeah. So there's sure. not much nutrient. I mean, the sweet potatoes has a lot of vitamin D. Oh, yeah, sure. If you eat a yeah. sweet potato, yeah. 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 Wow. Mm -hmm. So well, this is also a health blog. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, so they're, they're, they have all these flowers. And then yeah. Dorothy uh, comes, you know, Dorothy goes into the living room where Blanche is reading. At 4 a.m. in the morning. At 4 a.m. Possibly. I, to give her the benefit of the doubt, she was probably <laughs> Give her the B of the D. Waiting for... Dorothy. She was waiting for Dorothy. Sure. Because the girls probably told Blanche what was but, going on. But, but where reading was to Blanche? stay awake is so counterintuitive because, like, reading oh, really? actually, I don't, reading makes me tired. Oh no, it makes like, me awake. I have to actually put my books away. Before oh, I like I want if I'm tired, I'm like I'll just read, and yeah. that like makes it makes my eyes. Tired. I fall asleep to television because I can't. I will get too invested in reading, and I'll feel like I have to finish something. Mm -hmm. Like I have to finish a chapter, I have to finish sure. an article, and sure. it'll be long because you know I like to read long things. <laughs> Very smart. <laughs> <laughs> I read the New Yorker. <laughs> I do. Are you just like reciting what's on your dating profile right now? Pretty much. Yeah. 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 But I do use this app, guys, and I, I kind of, I've always wanted to bring it up. It's called, um, it's a magazine app. I love magazines. I'm, I'm a, I love magazines from the trashy. I mean, your to, iPad background is the New Yorker. It is true, yeah. Uh, but it's called Next Issue. This magazine, and it has, and it's basically like a Netflix for magazines. Mm -hmm. And I get all the magazines that I read, so I read all the trashy ones. But I also read like you know the New Yorker, um, and it's great. And it's like fifteen dollars a month. Wow. I get I get my people and I get my star and I get my New Yorker you read and I get them all my online. time and I yeah okay. I just read them all right here download them to my pot my that's so great I feel like we really need to start asking for money we plug so much stuff on the show we really do <laughs> we really do so, well guys right now free of charge for yeah. me telling you yep. it's uh, next issue great magazine very easy app. for you guys a cheesecake sponsor I almost oh. got the cheesecake factory almost oh, yeah. me at one point just we saying, should get them to sponsor just, us you know there's yeah. different there's yeah just kind of there's yeah. let's really think good. about that yeah I like cheese actually I don't really like cheesecake. But if they sponsored us, I would eat cheesecake all the time. I'm saying, you know. Mm -hmm. yeah. you know yeah. I enjoy the appetizers at the Cheesecake Factory. Really? They're all well-priced and delicious. <laughs> and low in calorie. And I look great. <laughs> I don't know. I'm 15 pounds overweight. Yeah, you're not helping our cause. You're not helping our cause at all. Um... So they have a beautiful Blanche and Dorothy really have a really sweet, beautiful like moment a together. Genuinely, like a very, very sweet moment. Um, Blanche tells Dorothy that she told Stan that even though there was nothing going on between them that they couldn't see each other anymore. Yeah. And uh, and Dorothy admits that even though, you know, her life with Stan is over and that part of her life is over, she didn't want to share the memories and she yeah. felt like Blanche would maybe be taking that away from her somehow and she's like, you know, I was feeling jealous and lonely and And then Blanche says magenta. Magenta. And Dorothy's confused, and she says, "Well, you know, it's it's just it's my own little thing. It's you're not really blue because you're not sad, and well, you're definitely not green with envy, and mm -hmm. well, you're, you not know, you're not scared, so you're not yellow. You're magenta. 
And then she says, and it's Did so I get that sweet. Right? You got that all right. Wow, and the you. order was correct. Very thank good you. memory. Thank you. And then she says, um, It's a beautiful, it's a beautiful, it's beautiful. line. Yeah, it and really she is. said, uh, you know, there, she said, you know, Magenta, there's no real way to explain it, but luckily with friends you don't have to. Oh, breaking oh. my heart. Breaking my and heart. And they hug, and it's just so, well, so sweet. Well, before that, though, they do have, uh, or maybe they do it afterwards. It's after they where, hug. Where Blanche goes, what were you thinking with Stan? Like, she's just shocked that she ever stayed with Stan. And mm-hmm. Dorothy, having a great ending episode line, says, well, he looked rather handsome with it back in the day. And his she full said... His forehead, his hair. And, and she said, maybe it was my magenta period. Yeah. Which I feel like they could have used any word other than period. Because yeah. I'm like, you're literally... Like, mm. you know what I mean? I was like, that's just... I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's but then that she, she ends with a perfect beat. Uh-huh. Where she says, maybe it was my magenta period. You know, he was also handsome with hair, and, I mean, plus I was four months pregnant, so... Boom! Boom! And we're up out. Yeah. And we're out. You know, I have to say, I didn't... I, it is not my favorite episode. It is definitely not up there on any list of mine as a great episode. But it was sweet, and it was a... And it really showed, you know, the... It showed the characters really well. And I think, too, am I not mistaken, is this the first real sort of Dorothy versus Blanche, you know, where they sort of get, just because we've seen like all the girls fight, but have we ever just seen something between Dorothy and Blanche? I think so. I also think it's the first, which is a frequent pairing, uh, Rose and Sophia. Yeah. They, they definitely pair up a lot. Mm -hmm. Oh, we saw them pair up in the bowling episode, Well, in the bowling episode, but also later on with the, with the secret pasta traditional thing that that Dorothy doesn't want to make because the virgin, right. you know, whatever. Right, 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 right. I mean, little things, little things yeah. that um, yeah. that Rose sort of mm-hmm, is able mm-hmm. to be talked into. Yeah. The hotel when they turn, they go away. Remember, later. This is later on in the series, but uh, Big Daddy dies, mm-hmm. I think, and they go back to her, her hometown. Yeah. But Rose and Sophia stay. And they invite all the people over, and the plate breaks. And, oh, right. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot of little schemes that Rose uh-huh, and Sophia uh-huh. have together. Yeah. Yeah. Great episode, though. I mean, you know, great writing. Yeah. Everything's good about it. It's just not the most memorable one. Yeah. But it was delightful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. at the end of every podcast, we do golden takeaways. Mm-hmm. It's a moment that you take you take from the episode, and you, it can be either applied to your life or maybe a piece of advice you can give our listeners. Um, mm-hmm. We'll start so you have examples of okay. golden takeaways. Sure. My golden takeaway is small businesses are the backbone of this great country of ours. <laughs> and what Sophia and Rose were doing, yes, Sophia was trying to con, you know, these construction workers, but she had a very American idea of creating a small business, profiting for a small business, giving a, a need that the community was asking for. And I think more people should do that. I think more people should take their creative ideas and apply them to their lives so that they can, you know, we can have a creative society again. That's, wow. That's a really, yeah. That's, Thank you. That's deep. Thank you. That's deep. I'm going to continue on with, I'm going to keep this, uh, this is going to be a lateral kind of thing here. Wow. I'm going to say my golden takeaway is uh, you, we, society, yes. we as society, don't have to wear our toupees when Suzanne Summers comes on The Tonight Show. Because guess what? Or Dancing with the Stars. She can't see you through the TV like you see her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So... Can you imagine if we, if people on television could see us watching them? mm. That would be... They would would see me touch myself. Mm. Yeah. Mm. That would be weird. Yeah. Unless... 
<laughs> Unless. Unless you're being Truman showed in which everyone, everyone is watching you always. Even when you're not watching TV, they're watching you always, always. Wow. What do you think they did on the Truman show when Truman would masturbate? Well, they, they had a, remember, they had a really technical, like a, a system of cameras that they could go to, they could cut to like, you know, flashbacks of his day, recaps of his day. I do you think that's what they would do? Yeah, they would cut to recaps. Because they have cameras in his bathroom. They wouldn't show him, like, taking a shit, right? No, I don't think so. No. That was a great film. It was, it was so good. He was robbed of an Oscar nomination. Ugh, it was yeah. so, so good. So good. Well, but this isn't a Truman Show podcast. No. It's a Golden no. Girls podcast. No. So, Lamar, I'll tell you, yeah. What's your Golden Take? It's, you never know what's under the blanket. <gasps> oh. You know, it's just in, in life, you know, yeah. you, you make assumptions as she was so ready to come in and scream at her good friend that she lives with and just yeah. be like, of course my friend did this horrible thing to me. That, yeah. And it was just some hoochie under there with yeah. a weird laugh, you know. We, yeah. we never know what's under that blanket you know, in life. Deep. That's a good one. That you know? is deep, and that goes for so many things in life. Yeah. Like the other episode of The Golden Girls where Dorothy has the heating pad under the blanket oh. and Blanche is... <laughs> She's like, is that about heat and pad? Because we're all sick. Yeah. And Dorothy says no. And she says, well, if it's not, I'd like to know what other electrical appliance you got under there. <laughs> I don't know why. That's just what they, that's not what she sounds like. That's a good like. line. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, you, you never know what's under the blanket. You never know what's under the blanket. Yeah. That's gonna, I'm gonna, I love that. I'm going to put that on my dating profile. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you never know what's under the blanket. <laughs> yeah. It's true. Well, Lenora, it. thank you so much oh, for doing this. thank you for this. having really me. Appreciate it's it. been a super fun show. And where can people follow you on the interwebs? Um, yeah, uh, LenoraClaire.com. Um, same with Instagram. I just launched my app too, so they go on iTunes. They can see my app and they can kind of see nice. everything that I'm doing. For instance, I also I cast reality shows and all that stuff too. So I have yeah. a lot of weird projects. So just cast me. Yeah, I know, I have every intention <laughs> to. But yeah, but if people yeah. just Google Lenora Claire, there's every social media, Twitter, the Facebook, whatever. That's Great. Awesome. All of it, so. And, she, and we're neighbors, so if you're ever in the neighborhood, yeah. we'll go get coffee with you. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you just have to find out what neighborhood that is. <laughs> well, you always tell them you live in right the house of pies. I know, I've said it's the best yeah. neighborhood. We'll go, to, we'll go to house of pies then. There you go. Um, my, I'm H. Allen Scott. <laughs> that is my name. <laughs> and you can follow me at H. Allen Scott on everything. And I am, uh, this is Carrie. I'm Squid Eat Squid on Twitter, and I am Squizzy on Instagram. And uh, you guys can... Follow the podcast at outonthelanai.com, and uh, we also have a Facebook page where, in addition to the episodes, you know, you guys have seen it, we post so many crazy things. We've been finding a lot of fun stuff on Etsy stores that are Golden Girls related, and and we just post weird stuff, all Golden Girls related. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, and maybe leave us a little review or a comment, because we like to hear from you. Yes. And if you want to also get in touch with us directly, you can Mm -hmm. can, uh, message us on our website or on our Facebook page as well. Yes, you can. We do respond, and we like all of them, even the insults. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We take the good with the bad. Yeah, more the good, because the bad we usually just judge, but yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Great. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Stay golden. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>